This is episode 559 of the AWS podcast, released on November 30th, 2022. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Simon Lesh here with you. Great to have you back for episode three of our special 2022 reInvent series. Got some cool updates for you today, and we're going to start with some machine learning updates, lots of new capabilities for you. Starting with Amazon SageMaker Studio, it has launched a redesigned user interface. Now, this is an integrated development environment that gives you a single web-based visual interface where users can access purpose-built tools to perform all machine learning development steps from preparing your data to building, training, and deploying your models. Now, we are announcing a redesign that enhances the user experience by improving navigation, discoverability, and the overall look and feel for SageMaker Studio. The redesign includes a new navigation menu with cl clear points of entry into each of the capabilities, and it's backed by an information architecture that mirrors the typical machine learning workflow to help users identify the right tools for the job. You can also collapse the navigation bar at any time if you just want the full screen. The navigation menu items lead to new dynamic landing pages that give you handy links to tutorials and help content to get you up and running really quickly. Finally, the user interface also introduces a newly designed homepage experience that gives you one-click access to common tasks and workflows along with a redesigned launcher. We're also happy to announce three new purpose-built tools for Amazon SageMaker to improve governance of your machine learning projects with simplified access control and enhance transparency across your ML model's lifecycle. With Amazon SageMaker Role Manager, you can define minimum permissions for users in minutes and onboard new users faster. SageMaker Role Manager simplifies the permission setting for ML activities and automatically generates a custom policy based upon your specific needs. So you can now create a single source of truth for model information by centralizing and standardizing documentation throughout the model lifecycle. You can record details like the purpose and performance goals, while SageMaker Model Cards auto-populates training details to accelerate the process. Once the models are deployed, Amazon SageMaker Model Dashboard gives you unified monitoring across all your models by providing deviations from expected behavior, automated alerts, and troubleshooting to improve model performance. Now, a new thing for SageMaker that's in preview is Geospatial ML. So this makes it easier for ML engineers to build, train, and deploy models using geospatial data. Today, the majority of all data generated contains some form of geospatial information, but only a small fraction of it is used for ML because accessing, processing, and visualizing the data is complex, time-consuming, and expensive. The new capabilities allow you to access readily available geospatial data sources, effectively process or enrich large-scale geospatial data sets with purpose-built operations, and accelerate model building by selecting pre-trained ML models. You can then analyze and explore the generated predictions on an interactive map within SageMaker and share and collaborate on results. You can use SageMaker geospatial capabilities for a wide range of use cases like supporting sustainable urban development, maximizing harvest, yield and food security, assessing risk and insurance claims and predicting retail demand. This is available in preview in US West Oregon. Another new capability for Amazon SageMaker is support for shadow testing. And this helps you validate performance of new ML models by comparing them to production models. With shadow testing, you can spot potential configuration errors and performance issues before they impact end users. SageMaker can eliminate weeks of time spent building infrastructure for shadow testing so it can release models to production faster. Now, testing model updates involve sending a copy of the inference request received by the production model to the new model and tracking how it performs. However, it can take several weeks of your time to get that all up and running and 
do all the, f- the finagling that you have to do to make that work. Now, Amazon SageMaker enables you to evaluate a new model by testing its performance against the current deployed production model. You just select the production model you want to test against and SageMaker automatically deploys the new model for inference. And it then routes a copy of the inference request received by the production model to the new model and creates a live dashboard that shows the performance differences across key metrics, including latency and error rate in real time. Once you've reviewed the performance metrics and validated the model performance, you can deploy it into production. Now, working together is always fun and a great way to solve really complicated problems. And Amazon SageMaker Studio now supports real-time collaboration. By creating shared spaces in SageMaker Studio, users can now access, read, edit, and share the same notebooks in real time. All resources in a shared space are filtered and tagged, making it easy to focus on the ML projects and manage costs that you want to focus on. Further, administrators can now provision multiple SageMaker domains in a region in order to separate different lines of business within a single AWS account. And finally, users can now configure a list of suggested Git repository URLs at the SageMaker domain or user profile level to aid collaboration using version control. This is all available in all AWS regions where SageMaker Studio is available. And SageMaker's not done. Lots more features. SageMaker Studio now supports automatic conversion of notebook code to production-ready jobs. So when data scientists and developers move their notebooks into production, they manually copy the snippets of code from a notebook into a script, package the script with all its dependencies into a container, and then schedule the container to run as a job. In addition, if the job needs to be run on a schedule, then they've got to set up and manage and configure continuous integration, continuous delivery to automate those deployments. It can take weeks to get it all up and running. SageMaker Studio now lets ML practitioners select a notebook and automate it to run as a job in production with just a few clicks right from the Studio visual interface. Once a job is scheduled, SageMaker Studio automatically takes a snapshot of the entire notebook, packages it along with its dependencies into a container, builds the infrastructure, runs the notebook as an automated job and deprovisions the infrastructure upon job completion. So it takes something that used to take weeks into hours. This feature is generally available in all AWS commercial regions where SageMaker Studio is available. Amazon's SageMaker Jumpstart now enables you to more easily share ML artifacts within your organization. Starting today, Amazon SageMaker Jumpstart helps you more easily share ML artifacts, including notebooks and models within your enterprise. You can add ML artifacts developed from SageMaker as well as those developed outside of SageMaker. Users within your organization can browse and select shared models to fine tune, deploy endpoints or execute notebooks directly in SageMaker Jumpstart. Now, what about managing the data that you need to create your SageMaker models. Well, we are happy to announce that you can deploy SageMaker Data Wrangler for real-time and batch inference and additional configurations to processing jobs. Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler reduces the time to rapidly prototype and deploy data processing workloads to production and easily integrates with CI/CD pipelines and MLOps production environments through SageMaker Processing APIs. When running and scheduling data processing workloads with Data Wrangler to prepare data to train ML models, customers asked to customize Spark memory and output partition settings for their data preparation workloads at scale. With this release, you can now easily configure Spark memory configurations and output partition format when running a Data Wrangler processing job to process data at scale. After preparing your data and training an ML model, you can now easily deploy your data transformation pipeline, also called a data flow, together with an ML model as part of a serial inference pipeline for both batch and real-time inference applications. You can also now register your data wrangler workflows with SageMaker model registry. So it's easy to get up and running and move quickly. This feature is generally available in all AWS regions that data wrangler currently supports at no additional charge. 
And Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler also now supports over 40 third-party applications as data sources. So this can reduce the time it takes to aggregate and prepare your data from weeks into minutes. So lots of different choices, including Salesforce Marketing, SAP, Google Analytics, LinkedIn, and more all via Amazon AppFlow. And Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler now also provides built-in data preparation in notebooks. So what this is, is a built-in data preparation capability in Amazon SageMaker Studio Notebooks that allows ML practitioners to visually review data characteristics, identify issues, and remediate data quality problems in just a few clicks directly from the notebooks. When users display a data frame, which is a tabular representation of data in their notebooks, SageMaker Studio Notebooks automatically generate charts to help users understand their data distribution patterns, identify potential issues such as incorrect data, missing data or outliers, and suggest data transformations to fix these issues. The new capability also enables users to identify target column data quality issues that affect ML model performance like imbalanced data or mixed data types and suggest data transformations to fix these issues. Once the ML practitioner selects a data transformation, SageMaker Studio Notebooks generates the corresponding codes within the notebook so the data transformation can be repeatedly applied every time the notebook is run. This feature is generally available in all regions supported by SageMaker Studio Notebooks at no additional charge. And a new capability for Amazon SageMaker Autopilot experiments running from Amazon SageMaker pipelines. Now this allows you to easily automate your ML ops workflows. So starting from now, you can add an automated training step called Auto ML Step in SageMaker pipelines and invoke a SageMaker Autopilot experiment with ensemble training mode. As an example, let's consider building and training an evaluation ML workflow for a fraud detection use case with SageMaker pipelines. You can now launch a SageMaker autopilot experiment using the AutoML step, which will automatically run multiple trials to find the best model on a given input data set. After the model package for the best model is created using the create model step, its performance can be evaluated on test data using the transform step within the pipelines. Eventually, the model can be registered into the SageMaker model registry using the register model step. It makes it easy for it to go end to end, available in all regions where SageMaker pipelines is available. AWS Machine Learning University is now providing a free educator enablement program that prioritizes US community colleges, minority serving institutions, and historically black colleges and universities. Educators can leverage these tools to launch standalone courses, certificates, or full degrees in data management, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. The goal is to make early career DM, AI, and ML jobs more easily accessible to a broader and more diverse student population. The program offers a suite of ready-to-use tools to faculty, including a library of ready-to-teach DM, AI, and ML educational materials, free computing capacity, and comprehensive faculty professional development built around MLU, Amazon's own internal training program for ML practitioners. We're happy to introduce a new resource for responsible AI, AWS AI Service Cards. This is a new resource to increase transparency and help customers better understand their AWS AI services, including how to use them in a responsible way. AI service cards are a form of responsible AI documentation that provides customers with a single place to find information on the intended use cases and limitations, responsible AI design choices, and best deployment and operation practices for our AI services. They're part of a comprehensive development process we undertake to build our services in a responsible way with fairness, robustness, explainability, governance, transparency, privacy, and security in mind. So today we're launching three AI service cards, Amazon Recognition for face matching, Amazon Textract, 
Analyze ID, and Amazon Transcribe Batch for English US. Our AI service cards will continue to evolve and expand as we engage with our customers and the broader community to gather feedback and continually iterate on our approach. So let's talk about some of the new things available in analytics. Amazon Athena now supports Apache Spark, which is of course a popular open sourced distributed processing system optimized for fast analytic workloads against data of any size. Now Athena is an interactive query service that helps you query petabytes of data wherever it lives, like data lakes, databases, and other data stores. With Amazon Athena for Apache Spark, you get the streamlined interactive serverless experience of of Athena with Spark in additional to SQL. It is one of my favorite services, so I'm pretty excited about this. You can use this in the following regions, US East, Ohio, and North Virginia, US West, Oregon, Asia Pacific, Tokyo, and Europe Island, and more regions to come. A couple of updates for Amazon Redshift. Amazon Redshift now supports a multi-AZ in preview for RA3 clusters. A multi-AZ deployment is intended for customers with business-critical analytics applications that require the highest levels of availability and resiliency to AZ failures. A Redshift multi-AZ deployment allows you to recover in the case of AZ failures without any user intervention. A Redshift multi-AZ deployment is accessed as a single data warehouse with one endpoint and helps you maximize your performance by distributing workload processing across multiple AZs automatically. You don't have to make any application changes to maintain your business continuity during unforeseen outages. So this is now available in preview and you can use it in US East, North Virginia and Ohio, US West, Oregon, Asia Pacific, Tokyo and Europe, Ireland and Stockholm. In the spirit of no ETL in your world, Amazon Redshift now supports autocopy from Amazon S3. And this helps you simplify data loading from Amazon S3 into Amazon Redshift. You can now set up continuous file ingestion rules to track your Amazon S3 paths and automatically load new files without the need for additional tools or custom solutions. So Amazon Redshift customers run copy statements to load data into their local tables from various sources like Amazon S3. You can now store a copy statement in a copy job, which automatically loads the new files detected in the specified Amazon S3 path. Copy jobs track previously loaded files and exclude them from the ingestion process. Their activity can be monitored through system tables and you can also execute them manually as well. So this is available as a preview for provision clusters in US East, North Virginia and Ohio, US West Oregon, Asia Pacific, Tokyo, Europe Island and Stockholm. So speaking of data preparation, AWS Glue announces AWS Glue data quality in preview. This is a new capability that automatically measures and monitors data lake and data pipeline quality. AWS Glue is of course a serverless scalable data integration service that makes it more efficient to discover, prepare, move and integrate data from multiple sources. But managing your data quality can be manual and time consuming. AWS Glue data quality automatically analyzes your data to gather data statistics. It then recommends data quality rules to get started. Now you can update the recommended rules or add new rules using provided data quality rules. If data quality deteriorates, you can then configure actions to alert users. Data quality rules and actions can also be configured on AWS Glue Extract ETL jobs as well. So you can prevent bad, quote unquote, data from entering data lakes and warehouse. This is available in preview in US East, Ohio and North Virginia, US West Oregon, Asia Pacific, Tokyo and Europe Island. And speaking of moving data around, Amazon Kinesis Data Firehose adds support for data stream delivery to Amazon OpenSearch Serverless, which we spoke about yesterday. With a few clicks, you can easily ingest, transform, and reliably deliver streaming data into an Amazon OpenSearch serverless cluster without building and managing your own data ingestion and delivery infrastructure. So it gets you up and running very, very quick. This is useful for petabyte scale work or anything in between. 
And Amazon QuickSight Q now supports automated data preparation. Automated data preparation for QuickSight Q saves authors time by automatically selecting fields, classifying dimensions and measures, creating name labels, and applying column value formats. It also enriches topics with related synonyms for fields, semantic type, and default date information, which improves the ability of QuickSight Q to match results to users' intent out of the box. A new step-by-step workflow explains how topics work and gives tips to improve results. Authors can now quickly create topics directly from analysis. Adding convenience, QuickSight Q automatically presents the topic above the dashboard in the QuickSight Q bar. Authors can now also add QuickSight Q results to analysis, facilitating quick creation of visuals using natural language. This is now available in US East Ohio, North Virginia, US West Oregon, Asia Pacific, Mumbai, Singapore, and Sydney, Canada Central, Europe, Frankfurt, Ireland, and London. And this is available at no additional charge with a QuickSight Q subscription. A quick update on the topic of compute. We're pleased to announce the availability of AWS Outposts in Qatar, Guatemala, and Trinidad and Tobago. So AWS Outposts can now be shipped and installed in your data center or on-premises locations in those places. And another really useful data integration, Amazon AppFlow now supports over 50 connectors. So this includes the release of 22 new data connectors. So now we support over 50 applications. Now, Amazon AppFlow is a fully managed integration service that enables you to securely transfer data between SaaS applications and AWS services like Amazon S3 and Redshift. And this is really useful in terms of collecting data from a growing ecosystem of services into a centralized location to derive business insights using analytics and machine learning. And you can set it up really quickly without writing code. So some of the highlights include marketing connectors like Facebook ads, Google ads, Instagram ads, LinkedIn ads, customer service and engagement connectors such as MailChimp, SendGrid, Zendesk, Cell, Freshdesk, Okta and Typeform, as well as business operations solutions like Microsoft Teams, Zoom Meetings, Stripe, QuickBooks Online, Jira Cloud and GitHub. You can get up and running really fast. And some really interesting database announcements. Amazon DocumentDB with MongoDB compatibility, Elastic Clusters is now generally available. And this is a new type of Amazon DocumentDB cluster that lets you elastically scale your document database to handle millions of reads and writes per second with petabytes of storage. You can now leverage the MongoDB sharding API to create scalable collections that can be petabytes in size. You can start with Amazon DocumentDB Elastic Clusters for small applications and then scale to handle millions of reads and writes per second and petabytes of storage capacity as you grow. Scaling the clusters is as easy as changing the number of cluster shards in the console. The rest is handled by the Amazon DocumentDB service and can be as fast as minutes compared to hours when done manually. You can also scale down to save on cost at any time. Moving on to the topic of RDS, we're happy to announce trusted language extensions for PostgreSQL on Amazon Aurora and Amazon RDS. Trusted language extensions for PostgreSQL allow developers to more productively create high-performance database extensions using popular trusted languages like JavaScript, Perl, and PLPG SQL. Trusted language extensions provides database administrators control over who can install extensions and a permissions model for running them, letting application developers deliver new functionality as soon as an extension meets their needs. You can learn more information in the AWS News blog. And Amazon GuardDuty RDS protection is now in preview. Now this offers threat detection for Amazon Aurora to identify potential threats that are stored in Aurora databases. Amazon GuardDuty RDS protection profiles and monitors access activity to existing and new databases in your account. 
and uses tailored machine learning models to accurately detect suspicious logons to Aurora databases. Once a potential threat is detected, GuardDuty generates a security finding that includes database details and rich contextual information on the suspicious activities, and it's integrated with Aurora for direct access to database events without requiring you to modify your databases, and it's designed to not affect database performance. So definitely something to take a look at. It's available in preview in five AWS regions, US East, North Virginia, and Ohio, US West, Oregon, Asia Pacific, Tokyo, and Europe Island. And a couple of really cool updates in the area of networking and content delivery. We're pleased to announce Amazon VPC Lattice in preview. This is an application layer networking service that makes it simple to connect, secure, and monitor service-to-service -service communication. You can use VPC Lattice to enable cross-account, cross-VPC connectivity and application layer load balancing for your workloads in a consistent way regardless of the underlying compute type, be it instances, containers and serverless. VPC Lattice handles common tasks required for service-to-service -service communication like discovery, request level routing and load balancing, authentication, authorization and it generates detailed metrics and logs to give you visibility into how your service is performing. In addition, Amazon VPC Lattice is a fully managed service, removing the need to install and manage any additional infrastructure like host-based agents or sidecar proxies, which makes it easy for you to get up and running. During the preview, this is available in US West Oregon. And last but not least, we're announcing the preview of AWS Verified Access. This is a new service that allows you to deliver secure access to corporate applications without a VPN. And it's built using AWS Zero Trust guiding principles. Verified Access helps you implement a work from anywhere model in a secure and scalable manner. So with Verified Access, you can quickly enable applications for secure remote access by creating a set of fine-grained policies that define the conditions under which a user can access an application. Verified Access evaluates each access request in real time and only connects users to the application if those conditions are met. Using Verified Access, you can define a unique access policy for each application with conditions based on identity data and device posture. For example, you can create policies allowing only members of the finance team to access their financial reporting application and only using compliant devices. Verified Access supports your workforce identities through direct integration with AWS IAM Identity Center and direct federation with third-party identity providers through OpenID Connect or OIDC. Verified Access also integrates with third-party device posture providers for additional security context and you can get the full list in the AWS News Blog. This is now available in 10 AWS regions in public preview, US East, Ohio and North Virginia, US West, North California and Oregon, Asia Pacific, Sydney, Canada Central, Europe Island, London and Frankfurt and South America, Sao Paulo. Definitely one to look at if you're moving into the world of zero trust. So lots of updates there. I hope there was something useful for you. A reminder, there is a link in the show notes to a survey that we'd really love you to fill out to help us make the podcast better to you. One more episode to go tomorrow. It should be a humdinger. And until next time, keep on building.